is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Banmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist who is as known as the time queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle, not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, Get Unstuck Nation. Today, I have a very lovely friend right here, Bev Joy Enrich, who is a relationship coach, but she calls herself is a relational coach. So we will get to this word shortly. But today, though, I would like to address something that is so very important for your personal life, as in how you can get unstuck in your life. You know that I have been speaking about you have to manage between your personal life and your business, and have a business that support your lifestyle, not the other way around. So today, we are going to Touch on the relationship with yourself, with your partner, with everyone. That also very important because we live in the world of society, right? So please welcome Beth with me to get on Stuck Radio. Hi, Beth. Hi, Matita. Thank you so much for for having me. And if I may, you've just thrown out so many beautiful pearls. If I may just highlight some of them. Absolutely, so, absolutely. You're so right. People who sometimes go on a spiritual journey, they forget the relational piece. So I always remind clients, we don't live in a cave. We live in the marketplace. Interacting is our daily business, if you like, and learning how to do it well and in a healthy manner just has so many benefits. It's how we thrive. It's how we grow when we can do it in a healthy manner. So I love that, that you bought it. We're wired for for connection. We're not wired to live by ourselves. I know, 100%. And I know for the <clears> fact <throat> that when we don't have the right energy to connect, either with ourselves within, like having a conflict inside or externally with others, it kind of sucks. And during those times, you may not feel like being yourself even. So we will get to that. We will get to that. But before I start asking you this question, how did you start your entrepreneurial journey though? Okay. So I began actually as what I called a dream coach. I went to Dream University. I have a background in psychology and education, but the coaching piece, when I was helping people accomplish their dreams, and one very essential piece in accomplish your dreams is that we never accomplish anything by ourselves. And we need to get people on board to join our mission. During that time, what I noticed was that in my own personal life, my parents were dying in the same year and my husband was ill. And if this straight hair could stand up, it would have stood up. And I took him from relationship therapist to relationship couples therapist and I battered them off just like I would a fly (laughs) until I settled on the work that I do and I found a relational life coach, which is the work that I then began to study and I realized that it wasn't just about my husband. We're a team. And for him to heal, we needed to heal on our journey together. Mm, beautiful. And that was remarkable when I was also brought into the whole healing process and what was coming up for me, what was coming up for us as a couple. It wasn't him 
he's the problem, he needs to be fixed, and you're just perfect, you're the goddess. No, because things need to shift for both of you. And that was like, wow, I finally felt, my, felt myself settling. And I, then I got deeper into the work myself. Along the journey, my husband has joined me in some of the studying. He, he works as a physician, so he's also with people the whole day. And I find the work just magical because a healthy relationship is all about harmony, rapture, and repair. It's not about Facebook, happy, happy, happy. Healthy goes through that cycle and that dance again and again and again. So harmony, rapture, and repair. Yeah, that's clear. Yeah. But why relational life coach? Like, what are the difference between the normal relationship coach and this terminology? Though? Okay, so I can't tell you the difference between the terminology that I use. I can tell you the difference about the work that mm-hmm. I do. Okay. So in a lot of coaching or therapy around relationship, the people who come to us are very often shame-based. Mm-hmm. My work, though, looks at the grandiosity as well the people who feel entitled and that same person who's shame based I see it as a spectrum there's shame on the one end there's grandiosity and entitlement on the other end and we often go from one to the other we don't want to feel shame we might have two seconds tolerance for it before we're now into blaming and anger and this is the bottom line that true love I'm going to say it slowly demands democracy we cannot I cannot love from the one up position or the one shame that based position this talks this goes into the one-on-one this goes into an, a collective piece you can't have one people above another if you want to really have true connectedness deep connectedness I need to see you eye to eye you might be a better podcast um, host than I am and I might be a better swimmer than you mm. but as people we are same as you and I have the same wonderful value in this world why because the Lord put us here a higher power put us here whatever you believe we were both put here on this earth Mm. and therefore you and I have the same value Mm. other things that I noticed though so right now we are speaking about within partnership right within marriage but there are many couples that their relationship not only involve themselves but others how can they balance this to have a well a healthy relationship that not only serve them but also will not compromise but able to negotiate the surroundings let's say I find this very recent issue, like relative. You you what? Your kids. No, no, no. I, I mean, I find this currently have a lot of issue regarding to relative siblings, family-wise, mm. like external family that involve inside the relationship. So for your opinion, how you suggest your clients to balance this, to have a healthy relationship? Okay, that's such a great question. What do you do with the extended family? So it doesn't matter if we're talking now the extended family or the life outside the couple. It could be colleagues at work, friends, it doesn't matter. What I want couples to recognize is we're a team. We're in this together. So when you, darling husband, want to go for Thanksgiving to your family, I will come along and join you in your experience and see how you are. Even if it's hard for me, we might negotiate some things. You know, it's really hard for me. Your mother's always critical of me. Can we stay for an hour? Or I notice that if your mother says things to me, you are silent. It would be really helpful if you could help me have a voice. 
you could negotiate the challenges beforehand. Very often in relationship, we just seem to fall into the same patterns again and again and again. And I'm about recognizing you poor people, you're in a pattern. The more you angrily pursue, the more he withdraws. You're in a pattern that's just draining all your closeness and intimacy. And there will always be challenges around us. How do we manage it as a team? And if I could just add another piece to that. Please. The feminist movement. The feminist movement helped women cross a line. Whatever men can do, we can do. I can stand up strongly, so can as just the same as any man. However, what it doesn't stress is our relational piece. So I can stand up strong. I'll have a full day's work. You'll have a full day's work. But when we come home, how are we going to manage this life together? And that's the same question that you're asking. It's always, how are we going to manage this life together? Because we have a fantasy. We're going to marry gods and goddesses. <laughs> but we don't. We find a partner who has a burning spear and sticks it right into our eyeball. They have their human flaws and we have ours. And this is this collision between what's irritating and triggering about them and irritating and triggering about us. And how are we going to manage this? Because we actually often marry the perfect partner to teach us what we haven't learned yet. Mm, interesting. And how we notice the issue within the relationship? Since everything is pattern, right? Like humans tend to get used to pattern and ignore that actually, not trying to wow. solve it. How can we notice that small things that cause us actually uncomfortable within the relationship? So the way I work is I believe we operate from three parts in our brain. One is what I call the wounded child that's very young. Then there's the adaptive child that adapted to what was going on when we were really young. We might have to have to have have to have hide, hidden, taken care of. We did something that helped us survive then. And then there's the functional adult and that part is relational. So the adaptive child often takes over our lives. The adaptive child is into survival and protection. It's not into relation. So it might scream and shout and try and control. Those are all things we see. And when a couple feels stuck, we keep getting into the same fights again and again and again. The ability to respond, to be responsible is to say as a two-brain system, we are stuck. We need to bring another resource in. That could be a therapist, a coach, a friend, a mentor, a teacher. And by bringing in that extra resource, is like bringing in an extra brain and we can see the pattern. Mm -hmm. You poor people, you are in this pattern that is eroding the relationship like rust. Mm -hmm. I can help you with that. Mm -hmm. So do you think in general, women in specific, I believe, not really want things to change or they wanted to change to have a better and healthier relationship yet don't know where to start? What is, is it? Issue? Did you say, did you say about women? Yeah, I, because I'm not okay. a man. I don't, I cannot speak for them. Okay. So I know for myself. Women, yeah, I was okay. stuck. <laughs> I was stuck at least. Women often, men and women often don't know how to use their voice. Mm -hmm. We are taught from a very young age, be quiet, don't rock the boat, don't ask for what you want. And then our man 
if he doesn't give us what we want because he hasn't mind read, he'll be in trouble. <laughs> Men also don't have a voice often in relationships. They're taught, just be happy with what you've got. Ask for sex and maybe if you want your wife to bring in a better income. Mm. But they don't necessarily know how to ask for more intimacy either. Mm-hmm. And today's women are saying we want long walks on the beach, deeper conversations for many years. And instead of bringing our level down, we need to be raising our sons to produce that, to bring out their emotional side Mm. and show up for us. So that's the way to solve problems. Next generation then. Well, we can start with this generation, but for sure, our kids are watching us. Children learn what they live. They're watching us very careful. And the frontal adult, this um, wise adult that I was talking to you about, our adult selves, according to Pia Melody, are really children dressed up as adults. In other words, we formed what we thought an adult looked like when we were watching as children, our parents, movies, books. And now we look like adults, but we often behave from a much younger place. Of being angry and controlling and withdrawing and punishing in our relationships. We have so, losing strategies. Ah, so let's go back to the starting point of any relationship. Do you think the beginnings matters to set up with the right legs towards the healthy relationship? That's a great question. So very often in the beginning, we have love without knowledge. We know there's a soul connection, but we don't know how he squeezes the toothpaste. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he leaves the toilet seat up. <laughs> and then we move into the stage where we have knowledge and no love. Oh, he makes, he never pays accounts on time. He always leaves his socks lying all over the house. And then the magic source, that's the, that's the harmony, the first stage, the rapture when we, our eyes open. And then we want to move into the repair. Now, how are we going to manage this? I think I can love you anyway, even though you leave your socks all over. But are you willing to pick them up? And can I help you with that? So maybe we need more laundry baskets in the house. Mm. I'm giving kind of like a silly example, but it's a a real example. Mm. And and relationships go through that dance the whole time. Ah, so I could see this, how it's worked. Like when my, let's say mom, my mom and my dad, like when my mom's usually acknowledge that my dad doesn't like to clean, especially like he really doesn't like it. And she have to keep complaining with that, but she not really speak to him instead talking to me. So the way that the problem has been solved is me cleaning. <laughs> So that's a beautiful then, example. So that, that's, that's a beautiful example of yeah. complaining instead of requesting. So mm-hmm. she's done a few things, your mom. Number one, she hasn't asked your father if he can help with the cleaning and how he can help. And then we also want to give our partners what they need to help. What do you need, honey, that will help you clean the kitchen by the time you leave tonight? Do you need me to put the cloths out? I can do that. We want to help them succeed because they're giving us what we want. That's number one. So underneath every complaint is actually a request. I really like it when all the dishes are packed away at the end of the day. Could you do that for me, honey, please? Because I will take up the garbage, okay? There might be negotiation. Oh, no, you. I don't know where anything goes in the kitchen. Can you do that? And I'll take out the garbage. 
garbage and I'll walk the dog. That's mm-hmm. negotiation. What she does then, your mom, instead of communicating directly, she brings you into the triangle and you and her have formed a relationship against him. So when your parents should be here, the hierarchy and you down here, triangle has changed and dad's on the outside. It's very common. It's a very common triangle and it can be turned around again. Um, yeah. Because sometimes children are brought into the adult relationship where they really shouldn't be. Although, of course, you're an adult today. Um, but there might be a different conversation if you live with your parents around your part in cleaning and maintaining the house as well. Oh, that makes sense. And it could reflect that because even though when I was younger, I have to face this kind of triage. And then... <laughs> Currently, I'm leaving my own place. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, I never think about it that way. And they still doing the same thing because she will keep using the way that she used her wife this direction. Um, and let me solve the issue because maybe because they cannot talk. Maybe I don't know. She cannot find a way. I'm not. It sounds like mm. she probably says the same thing again and again and runs after him and pursues him. And it sounds like the more she does that pursues him the more he withdraws and the more he withdraws the more she gets angry and pursues him so they're in a pattern that they don't even recognize yeah another thing is about like picking up the phone I noticed that like my dad wouldn't use the ringtone at all not even the vibration like silence you know he has never picked up the phone so she calls me to tell him when I was with him that's that has been an issue yeah similar patterns as you say I can see that she's Ah. made you a (laughs) co-parent oh and she needs to retire you if she wants to get closer to him she needs to say you are you've done now thank you so much you can go back to being our child and dad and I've got this I actually did that. So a few years ago, I, I went abroad, actually moved out of the country and they could stay together. No issue. But then I just had an accident, a car accident six months ago. Yeah. So my car crashed, like hit the <clears throat> flip. So my mom at first become my special nurse and then she has to work, but my dad already retired. So he instead moved to taking care of me. That's why I just like starting to stay back with them just like the past six months. It's been a long time. I'm, I haven't experienced this kind of scenario for a long time, but then I experienced it again. It's kind of funny now looking at it. Instead of when I was younger, I was like, <laughs> I need to leave. I need to leave. Yeah, I can I can see what you mean. Because you've been given a job that's not yours. Mm. I believe many people have built at my position, especially I am an holy child, you know. I'm an only child. Absolutely. So you're a hero child. Yes, You've yeah. got a lot of responsibility. It's like you three a threesome living together rather <laughs> than parents and child. Ah, so it's you and mom who are who are the top at, and dad's down below. Yeah, but it's kind of funny that um I don't see my mom as a top. She still respect him as a top, but like no one like on the pedestal somehow like. You stay there, don't touch anything, we will figure it out instead. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be that that term. It's kind of funny. Um, and we want them to be at the same level, eye to eye, remember. To have, you know, love demands democracy, not that. Yeah, so right now I move out. Maybe that could be turned back because they have no one to speak with. That's, yes, That's kind of issue. Like, I already distance now. Like, I could walk now before I couldn't walk. So, wow. yeah, I, I was like bedded by 
few months for a few months um so yeah the necessity put you back but now that you're back on your own two feet quite literally you are also moving on which is beautiful yeah and that's how I feel with my relationship yeah you're there for each other. If God forbid something happens to any of the three of you, you will be there for each other. You're a very close family. It's beautiful. <sighs> At the same time, because you're all adults, there needs to be the separation and, you know, that expansion, should I say, of the family. You can come and go, come in and go out. You mentioned something that I, I see is very important. So let, let's use my mom as an example. She hasn't, maybe she already acknowledged, but she complains that she is too old to change the way she deal with things. <laughs> I bet you have heard this many often. <laughs> How can I help her or encourage her to have a better relationship with herself? Mm. It's not as healthy, you know, being ma 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 all the time. Right. Firstly, does she want to change? Oh, that's a good question. I have never asked her. She not even said she has tried, but she said she cannot change. That's that's the word. I cannot change. Like I hear that a thousand times already. I never use the word cannot, but won't. I refuse to change. Mm. Um, I, I won't. And the question is, though, if she's unhappy with the way things are. She sounds to be stressful, but not as unhappy, in my opinion. Just like, go get it all the time. I'm just like feeling furious for her. Like, oh, are you okay? Slow down. Right. The thing is, that what the, the, the questions that I would be asking are towards you. Because mm-hmm. you're the one who's bringing up the concern, not her. She's not here with us now. Mm-hmm. You're the one who's bringing up concerns. What is your question for yourself? Can you answer that? What do you want in the relationship? That's a great question. I'm thinking as if my mom is kind of peaceful person. That maybe not my mom as in my mind that I have been remembered and I have been going up with, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, you're saying that you have to manage the mom you've got rather than the mom you wish you had or that you fantasize that you had. I have been fighting the way to manage that already. That's the thing. Yeah. Ah, I don't think for others. Okay. Because the only person in the in the dance who can change their steps is you. Mm. Because you're the one who's here bringing up the question. Mm. And once you change your moves, then she will have to. If you start responding differently to the way you normally respond Mm. to something that gets triggered between the two of you. Mm then something can change. If you share this conversation with her, if you ask her to read something, but it'll have to come from you because you are the one who's asking for the change. She isn't. Mm, That makes sense because that's what I expect, but it may be or maybe not depends on how I manage and negotiate with her again. What is like in general, people expect from a relationship within a family? What is it that like, we can say that this is a healthy relationship. Does healthy relationship for each person are the same we want to feel received what is true intimacy it's being seen without any judgment Mm. I see you with all your warts I love you anyway that's what we want we want to be really seen for who we are but very often we can't we have to put on some masks and part of that being able to be non-judgmental is also to be non-judgmental between our ears and that one of the stages of my work I don't work for people with people for a very long time we might work for a say six month period but the changes in the skills that I teach will maybe take up to two years 
to be taken in. You might think like, oh, this is not right the way I communicate now. But the way I naturally communicate isn't serving me. It's bringing me down. So we're going to learn new skills and new ways. And then I can ask for what I want. I was just, give, let me give you an example Yep. My, from my own life. Um, tomorrow we have a very big birthday party here in my home. And I've invited someone and she never responded. Somebody's mother. And I thought to myself, okay, I can't be bothered to run after her now. When the daughter comes, I'll say, oh, I invited your mother, but she never responded. Now that would be me talking without a voice, but I could see it was bothering me. So I wrote to her and I said, I've asked, invited your mother, but I haven't heard. Is everything okay? The answer came back, she's ill. So why wait for her to come in through the door? You know that I did ask your mother, please don't think I didn't invite your mother. Like it becomes too complicated when if I use my voice, it could be just simply changing it. But it might sound like a silly example, but for me, that was like, wow, Mm. you can use your voice and not be sarcastic. Your mother never replied to my WhatsApp or just ask the question, ask it straight wow this is something that is like before you do something that you think it would get what you want you have to rethink of the consequence of it like this is what i hear from our conversation today so the consequence it depends on me let's say to manage the relationship who i'm going to face with in order to get the same result either with a good impression or bad impression that's so powerful and it will be so hard not to have someone to reflect the thought because um i think we have been thinking the same way to get the same result for a really long time since we we're very young like it's already been programming right the normal responses or like normal solution to our life between the society so yeah Having someone like you to be like a coach to guide through and to think through is kind of change. Like really, really reflect on like, do you think this is good, but maybe it's not good to do? It's such a profound question. Mm. Our society makes us think if I need to ask you for help, I'm weak. Mm. But the reverse is actually true. I only have a limited vision. And if I bring you into my world, you can help me see bigger and clearer mm. and where I might be able to improve and deepen my connections. Mm. So getting someone else in, whether it be a coach or a therapist or a mentor or a teacher or a friend who can help you, that's actually the higher level functioning, if you like, because we're not supposed to work out everything by ourselves. We're not supposed to live by ourselves. We live in connection. Mm. And in case anyone wants to connect with you, where can they reach out to you then, Bev? They can reach out through my website is the best way, www.bev.co.il, very easy. And on my website, they can set up a conversation we can have. They can, for sure, all your audience is welcome to sign up for a complimentary call just to hear what's going on with their relationship and where they might be feeling there's a challenge or stuckness. If that's a little bit too scary, I have a lot of magazine articles I've written on the site or if you prefer listening podcasts like this where you can glean 
in insights and, and value. And then when you're ready, the best way to get help is really with another person because we co-regulate each other. It, you can get much more than reading a book or listening to a podcast, but you need to feel safe for that. Yeah, so everyone who is still listening until now, the link will be in the description below. And yeah, I think it's important to have someone to evaluate and ask you back whether what your decision is like the way that you really want it to happen. This is something that I get out of this conversation today and I really appreciate you to spending time sharing the journey with Get Unstuck Nation today. So thank you so much, Faith, for joining the Get Unstuck Radio today. My pleasure, Mutita. It was so lovely meeting you. Likewise. Thank you. I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.